The bar is open. We're drinking water strictly. And I'm Jack. And I'm Daiquiri. Welcome back to the Jack and Daiquiri Show, girls. Um, on this week's episode, we are indeed drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> we care about our skin on this show. Yeah, honestly, I just can't do it today, guys. Like, I just can't. I'm like coming off of the heels of a common cold. So <laughs> I hate working with kids in the wintertime. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. They're like, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, back up off me, nigga. Yeah, no, Move out no. of my face. You have snot coming out of your body. Yeah. Kids are gross. Well, I got to the point, my daughter would come over and I'd be like, she's sick all the time. No, kids are sick constantly. And I, I remember I called my mom like, mom. <laughs> I was like, I'm giving her like medicine every time she's here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it's she's in school. I'm like, yeah, no shit. What, what does that have to do with her being sick all the time? It's all the kids. And I'm like, oh. We were probably sick all the time. We probably too. were. We just don't remember. Yeah. We were probably sick constantly. Kids are always sick. And the thing about it, like, my boyfriend teases me all the time. He's like, you're sick for, like, nine months out of the school year because I constantly have kids in my face. Yeah. And in the beginning of the school year, I know at least for the first 35 days I'm going to be sick with something because you get a new crop of kids who also don't have physical boundaries. (laughs) Who don't know they shouldn't be standing that goddamn close to you if they have a cold. Yeah. And they just, you know... Well, like, like gross shit. me. Yeah. <laughs> I have a kid who actually sounds just like that. I'm and like, then I'm always Ooh. like, nigga, move. Blow your nose. Get out of my, go get a tissue. That's her thing. She'll just, and I'll be like, girl. What's wrong with you? Go blow your you? nose. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, you don't feel that? <laughs> and I know you hear it because I'm hearing it. <laughs> so it's in your body. <laughs> like, what? So I just, especially, you know, when it gets cold and shit like that, I'm like, all of my educator, like, people, yeah, we're all sick all of the time. Yeah. Like, the library teachers got a fucking sinus infection and some other shit. I'm like, I had a sore throat three days ago. Oh, my gosh. Like, and it's just one of those things that's like, oh, you got a sore throat, go to work. <laughs> you, taking, you taking your vitamin C? I don't take vitamins. Bro. Which might be a completely different conversation. Now, yeah. I, I do eat oranges. Which that have works. vitamins in them. Yeah. But I've never, ever, ever been like, oh, like, take my vitamins, take my multivitamins, uh-huh. which might end up, uh, like, to my Do detriment it. later on in life. Do it. Okay. I, I started dating my girl, what, three years? We did three it's years three, now. Yeah. And she did vitamins. And she's like, you should, d- like, take vitamins. I was like, okay. But I do, like, I do, like, a men's multi. Got you. Uh, vitamin C, allergy. Yeah. Biotin that helps with hair and skin nails. I do love a biotin moment. Um, what else? Yeah, I do four or five. Yeah, four. I don't do a good job of, and a big part of it, like our parents never really prioritized that shit. Like my parents were never the like Flintstones gummies niggas. See, we were. So I just I didn't grow up thinking that it was important to do. Yeah, I'd have no qualms against doing it at all. I'm just like, I never, I never did it when I was a kid, and I, I feel fine. But then again, I don't know that that's true because yeah. I've never taken my vitamins before. Yeah. So my like version of fine might be like skewed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has now actually been a, a pretty decent chunk of time since we last seen each other. How have you been? I've been good. Uh, last week, so me and Daiquiri both, we had an end of the year meeting at the end of this previous year. Or I guess the be- a beginning of the year meeting. Yeah, beginning of the year. After, yeah. And... He said we like the idea of doing a show every other week. I heard that and was like, okay, yeah. And then two weeks ago now, 
it was a Thursday, like it always is. Right. Around five o'clock, and I was like, ah, I'll wait for Dakari to text me. Before you know, it's like seven thirty, eight o'clock, and I'm like, I don't think I'm doing a show today. Right. Because <laughs> so you then, know, if I if we yeah, were going to, we would have been. It would have been happening. Right. So and normally I'm always the one. I'll be like, okay, I will text him. Like, Jack in the always morning, reaches out like, oh, we're gonna do the show. We doing today? show. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't, and we just chilled. And then last week I was that's what I was getting into. I was in Indiana, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was house sitting for my uncle. So I got to, I went, I worked still. So I just did overtime the whole week. Right. So I worked twelve hour days, um, the whole time I was there. The only thing that sucks about it is they're an hour ahead because they're on Eastern time. So I literally would get right. done with work at 7.45 mm-hmm. at night. I'd have time to eat dinner, hang out with the dogs, go yeah. to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was cool. It was a good week. I got a lot done. I realized um, as much as I would love to be a professional athlete and or an entertainer in some type of like fashion, sure. um, I couldn't do no damn road trips because I missed my girl by fucking Monday. Oh, that's cute. You know, cute. it was. Yeah, yeah. we were like, oh, we'll be good. We'll be good. And my uncle, before he left, he was like, you should have like had her come with you. And I'm like, well, we've got our own dogs, you know? And he's like, yeah. He's like, she's going to get bored. He's like, you're going to have to go pick her up and bring her back. Oh my God. And I was like, I think we'll be all right. And I got there Saturday, Sunday, everything was cool. But by Monday I was like, yeah, bro. Like I wish you were here. Cause like it was just me and the dogs. Was it your first time? Uh, not your first time ever, but like, how long had it been before then since y'all had been like apart from one another? The only time we had ever been apart before that, she went on a business trip um, for, I honestly think it might have been three, four days. Uh-huh. Um, no, maybe three days. And then I went to Indiana earlier in, well, last year for a weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Besides that, we honestly go on trips together, and but a whole week it was like a week and a couple days. Yeah, so sh- we had never that's a, had that's a substantial amount of time, honestly. Yeah, because by day three, it's like okay, like yeah, are you I, coming over? Yeah, I was like, so what? I'm like, what the heck? Because I told my mom, I was like, I don't know how my uncle does it because it's like it's just him. Like he talks yeah. to like his siblings and all that. Um, but my mom's like, I know, like, like I watched a lot of movies. Like I had to try like fill time. So like I watched movies, I hung out with the dogs, I cooked every night. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I made sure to work longer so that I didn't have like time to right, fill. Right. Um, but yeah, Indiana was cool. That's good. Um, this week's been good. I'm just honestly work right now has been great because we have all these overtime mm-hmm. opportunities and my numbers are so good that I literally can be like, I want these days. They're like, you got them. So I can have all this overtime. I'm making yeah. a lo- really good money right now. Um, so that's fortunate for that. I'm trying to think. Oh! Oh! <laughs> the Chiefs are going to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Boom! Period! <laughs> um, I, I can't gloss over that. Um, my homeboy went out there on one leg and delivered a masterpiece against the Bengals in the championship last week. Um, I'm stoked for the Super Bowl. Um, my, it's gonna be them and it's gonna be them and the Philadelphia the Eagles, Eagles right. which is the matchup I wanted because the Eagles good. are a good team as well. Two black quarterbacks, the first Work. time ever um, in the Super Bowl that two black quarterbacks will play against each other. Um, so that'll be that'll be really cool. I know um, my girlfriend, her brother has been giving me a hard time this year, right? 
been, he's been talking a lot of shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but the boy takes nothing but L's, right? <laughs> so we've had we've had. Now I counted them for him because I don't think he realized fantasy football L. I won the whole thing. He finished fourth. Um, that's an L. Um, his team's the Jaguars. Uh, they came to Kansas City and uh, we got that ass L. Um, he was cheering for the Bengals against the Chiefs. Damn, another L. I told him on Sunday after the game, I said, hey, come over to the house. I got some victory chili. It's hot, like that L you just took. He hasn't responded to my text. All week, I've sent him a text every single day. Hey, bro, Chiefs won 23-20. You've been, like, dedicated (laughs) to talking shit. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm like, you get – because all year, he won't text. I can text him right now. Hey, bro, the house on fire. He ain't responding to that shit. Right, right, but it, right. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm like, come when on. When it comes to the sports yeah. ball shit, yeah. We going at it. But, no, it's it's been good. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. My birthday's coming up. Yeah. Um, I've got some. Well, the I don't have. 2-8, no? 2-8, yeah. Jesus I, Christ. I don't have any plans, but my shorty's got some plans. Yeah. So, we're going to do that. And then I actually, for some reason this year, I'm really excited for Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. So I'm, like, planning Valentine's Day stuff like now. Like, I've already got our dinner booked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got gifts already. I've got to get a couple more gifts. But, like, yeah, I'm just oh, – it's wow. a good time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep mine brief um, because I'll probably go over it more in salt on the rim later. Oh, um, God, I hate that this is always my fucking update. Um, work is just hard sometimes. Like – Work is just really difficult. But what I will say is that today um, I like had a meeting with one of my mentors and he was like, um, he, he spent an hour in my classroom today like doing an observation and I never have any problem with him being in the room as long as I know what I'm doing. So he was in there and, you know, he left and we had our meeting in the afternoon and he was like, uh, I just want to say I'm like really proud of you. And like uh, that always gets me. Um, anybody telling me they're proud of me for anything is always like, why don't you punch me in my face? <laughs> it's always like, oh. <laughs> so I didn't cry at work, even though I wanted to, because he was like, I'm so proud of you for doing these things, these things, and these things, which are the primary things that I've been working towards getting good at. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have him who is, I mean, he's so good at teaching and has been so good at teaching for so long. Look at me and be like, you are doing shit that I'm taking notes on now. Mm. He was like, I was watching you like manage the classroom. And he was like, I hadn't thought to do that or whatever. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like it sometimes like so much shit will happen at work. And you you get to this point where you feel like you're not being effective. You're not doing the things that you need to do, whatever. And you just need a moment for somebody to be like, oh, hey, I do see you doing a good job. And I appreciate it. Um that that really has been like the primary thing that happened today. Um, it has been quite a slog of the past couple of weeks with these kids with the two random ass snow days. <laughs> snow days, which by the way, girl, y'all didn't need. There were no, there was no snow on the ground. <laughs> One of them, I woke up at the crack of dawn, and it was just school was just oh e learning day. I was like, why? Girl, nothing happened. Yeah. But they just will call off for anything now because they know that it it's not the same as it used to be where if we had a snow day, you just didn't come to school for a day and you had to make it up on the back end. Right. Now they've embedded five e-learning days into the school year's uh, calendar to oh. where if we have a snow day, you just do just class do from home. Yeah. 
Which so is a you, joke, but... Do you all have... Do the students have their laptops 24-7 then? Uh, they have a Chromebook that they keep at school, and they have a Chromebook that they keep at home. Both issued wow. by the district. Okay, because my daughter, she... Snow days as well, but they had no school because it happened on a weekend. Mm. So her Chromebook was at school, so it was like a Monday. And I'm like, oh, you didn't go to school today? I was like, did you do e-learning? She's like, no, my Chromebook's at school. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm, and I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. Yeah. But they checked them out, basically, if it would have been, Got oh, you. the snow's going to come on Wednesday, Got Tuesday, you. you would just check it out and do it that way. The district I work for, uh, and they, I think they did it a little bit differently this year, um, they, at the beginning of the school year, gave every student an at-home Chromebook with a charger, and they were like, y'all can keep that. Basically. Oh, so it's... They don't have to return them. That's how it should be. It It is just crazy to me that I'm like, oh, you niggas got money. Yeah. Well, no, my girl, when she was in high school, she said they all got uh, MacBooks. They Holy ch- shit. They would check out a MacBook. Now, I don't remember if it was like you get it freshman year and you have it all four years. But I they got MacBooks that they got to use and like they graduate and they got to keep them. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like I said, work work has been the, the sort of the, the primary thing. Um, I just have been trying con- consistently to just focus on, you know, all of the positives. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just not trying to focus so heavily on all the shit that is just, like, weird and fucked up. Because I know that, lot, that most of it don't got nothing to do with me. And it's just, like, the system is just kind of weird sometimes. Fair. But I'm happy to be back, happy to be doing the show. And we have, like, a lot of fun topics. Um not including this first one. Yeah. So, um, oh God, I hate doing this. So, Tyree Nichols um, was a gentleman, um, a black gentleman who uh, got murdered by five. What was it? Memphis. Memphis PD. Memphis police mm-hmm. uh, uh, officers um, a couple of weeks ago. Now I want to say. Yeah. Um, and I had sort of heard about the story uh, like online and like weeks before they they released any footage or anything else like that. The way I was introduced to the story was these five uh, police officers have all been put on leave or all been, you know, let go or whatever mm-hmm. ahead of the release of this body cam footage. Yeah. And my first thought was, oh, it must be bad. Like, it must be really, really bad for you niggas to be, like, firing these cops, like, preemptively. They usually will wait until after the footage goes out until, and then after we burn down a 7-Eleven. And then they're like, well, well, we'll fire two of the cops and we'll give three of them paid leave. Right. <laughs> right. But for them to have fired all five of them, I was like, oh, it must be pretty crazy. So then it comes out that the cops that killed Tyree Nichols were all black. All five police officers black. And um, they keep they keep talking about this footage coming out. Oh, it's like really, really bad. They have people from like local and state and federal government being like, hey, we've seen the body cam footage. When it comes out, pretty please don't riot. Like, if you're going to pro, well, when you go out and protest, just please do so peacefully, which was also really interesting because they usually are just like, don't do anything. They're usually like, it's not that bad. Um, They were all doing their jobs, you know. For them to be like, oh, um, we know it's going to be bad when you guys see it. Can you please not burn all of our shit down? I was like, what did you guys do? So then the footage comes out. And um, I, because I went to Mizzou my freshman year of college and, like, was, you know, coming up in my, like, 
late teens, early 20s, during the first wave of the Black Lives Matter movement, I fully don't engage with, like, videos of black people getting murdered. I can't do it. It's, like, very, very triggering for me. Mm. Um, because, it's like, when I was in college, you just see it too much. You get inundated with, like, black people just getting shot on camera. And I'm like, but nothing's happening. Why are you showing me this, right? And so I was like, I'm not going to watch it. And I'm like, oh, we fucking do a podcast. Like, I have to, I have to at least know the general arc. So it's a lot of footage, mm -hmm. both from the body cams and also I think it's like a street view camera or something like that. I skimmed, I skimmed, like just looked at certain parts of it, and the shit that I saw was crazy. Now, this is not about to be a rehashing of the shit that happens in the video. I'm just letting you know that, like, it was quite graphic and it was quite disturbing seeing how they disgusting. murdered this man. It was yeah. really... It was actually gross. Really gross. Now, you actually watched yeah. the video. <clears throat> yeah, so the video starts out from what the one I saw. Uh, they pull him over and then they're just like, we're going to tase you. We're going to tase you. And he's like, he runs. Right. He runs. Um, I don't know anyone's going to sit there and be like, tase me, bro. I'm not sitting there for that. No. So he ran. He lit, He was, I guess, a block, two blocks from his house. Um, so he's trying to run home. He's like, fuck the car. I'm going to go to my house. They catch him um, and proceed to just, like, beat the shit out of him. They had him handcuffed the whole time. They had dude. him handcuffed already. Like, they, like, you know, I'm sure they tackle him and then they just put him in handcuffs. As they have him on the ground in the handcuffs... One guy is just going off, talking shit, and just kicks the dude in the head. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I saw. I saw a lot. Um, the main thing that I saw that actually was gross was the kicking in the head. Then the same guy, like, revs up. Like, he took a couple steps back and was like, hold him, hold him. These guys hold him, kicked him again. Then another yeah. guy comes in with one of the baton things. Uh, they hit him with that. Um, it was a jumping. They Like, they, they jumped the guy. They jumped. He would... The grossest part is that he legitimately was he after the one kick, he was done, and he was he was like I'm like chilling like you know not moving right and they just kept beating him. No, it was they they brutalized him, beating him and beating him. I've never in my life seen anything like that. Yeah, and um, it was gross. The crazy thing was like, so we find out these it's black cops that do it. Yes, the reason why they were. So, you know, progressive and, oh, th this video is going to come out. It's going to make people mad when it's black on black is different. Republicans right now, they're not calling for us to all be peaceful. Nope. nope. Um, I mean, shit, Democrats aren't either. And the police are like, you know, nobody, nobody's blue lives matter now. They're like, oh, yeah, lock those niggers away. Yeah, everybody. I mean, the video came out and like really nothing happened. Nothing happened. It um black we got a whole the biggest part of this whole video that I've noticed and which kind of pisses me off is that um black folks especially black men um I feel have been very very quiet quiet on this shit mm -hmm. because the people that murdered Tyree Nichols were black don't matter it it does not matter because at that moment they decided hey this I I got blue life I'm, I'm blue. A I'm a cop. You listen to the video too. These niggas, and I'm gonna call them niggas because I don't fuck them. Right. 
these niggas had never seen action before. Mm. You could tell the most of these these hoodlums, these gangsters, pigs, thugs have ever done was literally a traffic stop. Cause he was like, damn, bro. Hey, bro, I ain't never even seen no bro. He tried to get me, bro. Then then and I'm like, nigga. Are you fucking joking? No professionalism whatsoever, bro. And I get your adrenaline's running all that. If if this was a clean, clean case, right? Sure. You might talk, but they were talking. If there was an actual threat, I could get it. Right. They were talking like bros. He was like, yeah, bro. It's crazy because he reached, he reached for something. He reached for so-and-so's gun. He high. And the dude was like, yeah, he did reach for my gun. Not once did he reach for a gun. Yo, what they were, the fuck? They were all lying for each other instantly, bro. They wouldn't let EMT get to him. It was just, they were unprofessional. Just hood niggas. Yeah. And it, you could tell, bro, that, and that's what pissed me off. I'm like, y'all aren't professional. You killed someone who looks like you. And yeah. to top it off, it's like, nobody's saying nothing. Black men aren't saying shit about it. Turns out this week it was found out that three of the five are in a black fraternity and the, everybody in the black community holds fraternity and sororities to such high standards. Mm-hmm. But the fraternity hasn't said shit about this. But if them niggas ran for fucking office, they'd be like, yeah, that's a so-and-so brother. Nigga, we don't give a fuck. Like it's, yeah, bro. It's insane that nothing is happening. I, um, I, so I want, I want to start yeah, first, first with a, um, a quote from James Baldwin about black policemen. Uh, so it says black policemen were another matter. We used to say, if you mu- if you just must call a policeman, for we hardly ever did, for God's sake, try to make sure it's a white one. A black policeman could uh, completely demolish you. He knew far more about you than a white policeman could, and you were without defense before the black brother in uniform, whose entire reason for breathing seemed to be his hope to offer proof that, though he was black, he was not black like you. I, um... We talk about police brutality about every three to six three months ma, yeah. on this podcast. I have been talking about police brutality. We have been talking about this shit since before we had a show, just the two of us, right? I don't even remember which case that that was them years ago, but I got up on a podcast years ago now and said something to the effect of like, black cops are race traitors. And <clears throat> like the folks that I was recording with in the room were like oh that is um a a bit too far of a take to say they were like we don't i don't know if black cops are race traders my explanation then and my explanation now for saying shit like that is this right um the police like force started out as slave capture like it that Mm -hmm. is not me being exaggeratory or hyperbolic that is documented, right? The police force, before before it was the police force, it was constructed as a uh, unit of slave capture, right? Go and get the ones who ran away and bring them back to Massa. And so for me, you cannot uh, like remove that part of it, that history from what the police are now especially considering, and I've said this before, the 13th Amendment, which quote unquote, you know, abolishes slavery. But if you look at the first sentence, it says it's illegal to have slaves, except if they're committed, if they're uh, convicted of a crime, right? Which prison system. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, black police, uh, police officers are still slave cap- 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 captors, right? 
because you are putting people in prisons and prisons are where slavery is legal, right? Correct. Really like easy through line there. So for me, I'm looking at you as a black person, someone who is like a direct victim of white supremacy of like this afterlife of slavery. And you submitted an application for this job. Did mm, 14 days of police academy training for this job. You wear a badge and a fucking costume uh, outfit <laughs> for this job. I didn't mean to call it costume. It I is just a costume. Of, uniform was the word I was looking for. God damn it. It is a costume. And you fall into one of two camps of black policemen as far as I'm concerned. Camp one is, well, I want to get in and I want to change the system from the inside. As though you're going to be able to change the institution of slavery as a slave on the inside. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. Or you fall into the second camp, which I believe is where these coons fall into. <laughs> you fall into the camp of, I want access to power. Yeah. I want access to the same level of violence that the white people have. Yeah. The only way I'm going to do that is by being a fucking cop. So then you become a cop, and in my view, as soon as you have decided to become a cop of any race, that is all you are now, mm -hmm. right? Because you have abandoned all racial ties and are now working for the, the literal biggest group of thugs in the United States yeah. whose only mission is to put people from a free place to an unfree place, right? There is no explaining around that. I can't make that any clearer. Black cops are race traitors. You want to know how I know that? I watched five black police officers stand in a circle around a black and unarmed black man. And I watched them beat him to death. Do you? Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if you girls ever watched like CSI or like Law and Order or like Criminal Minds. Stabbing people and beating people to death are very hard to do because they take so much energy. You have to really want somebody to die to put your fist to their body so many times that they lose their life because you have to look them in their face while you're beating them up, watch the life come out of them, and you have to resonate with the fact that it's coming from your hands. Like they're losing their life because... You're putting your hands on them. So for me, you barrel of monkeys who were involved in this fucking murder, um, you, you must in some capacity have had some sort of grudge against this man, something to work out, some sort of aggression that you needed to enact upon somebody else. So, yeah, I don't mean, I mean no, to interrupt. No, you're good. So apparently Tyree Nichols was dating... Or had been intimate something with one of their Shut exes. Up. I don't know how true this is, but I've seen a lot of reports about one. I don't know which one of the guys, but one of them, he was like, "Let's beat this dude's ass" because he's like trying to get on my girl, who it's an ex, so she's not <sighs> your girl. And um, I guess she liked the other nigga more, and he had a grudge, mm -hmm. and it was, "I'm a cop." I can do this. Mm -hmm. Nothing will happen to me. 
I don't know how true that is, but I mean, we know as niggas, we can say this. Niggas trip over women all the time. Every day of life. Literally. I here here's the thing, right? Like, um, yeah, great, great. They're like in prison. They're like they're 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 getting fired, they're gonna get on trial. I hope them niggas get shanked. Because they're black, when they go to prison, I'm sorry, when they go on trial, they will get uh the full extent of the law. Yeah. They're going to get the maximum sentence. Hundred percent. No parole. No. Police license revoked. All, the whole thing, right? Well, that's the thing. White people will only be cool with you until they don't need you no more. Okay, thank you. They're not going to give them the same things they was trying to give the fucking Chauvin and all these monsters that we done seen before. The thing about white supremacy is it's white yeah. supremacy. <laughs> it's white supremacy, guys. It's a game that we weren't designed to play. Yeah. we it, this it, it was never supposed to involve us. So this is really to any black cop, any brown cop, Asian cop, Latino cop. Rethink your career. Quit your fucking job. <laughs> Just, it's not, no. Quit your fucking job, donate your entire last paycheck to a black organization, and then go flip burgers somewhere. Because I, I just can't. And, and nobody said anything. No one's still, it's still nothing's happening. There's Could been, you imagine if it was five white cops? Oh, Jack. On one, like, on one black dude. First off, all five would be being paid right now. They'd be on a vacation somewhere. Today. They wouldn't have released their faces. They nope. would have released the video, but no faces. One of them, whoever did the blow that would have killed him would have got time. The rest of them would have got six months in a paid secured you know, facility or paid leave. Um, everybody in the fucking world would be blue lives matter. It was five on one, but that one could have taken all them out. Shut the fuck up. Nobody's been saying, nobody's saying shit. Like I've been seeing people back the blue. No one's saying that shit because if you a nigga, there's no need for you no more. You served your purpose. Isn't saying anything. No, I'm like, Oh, like y'all are making it really obvious now that it never had anything to do with, all lives mattering. No. It never had anything to do really with blue lives mattering because these five blue lives are going to prison. And no one's helping them. No one gives no a one. shit. And I'm like, guys, is this not a clearer like message that like we're expendable in this particular equation? Yeah. They're going to let all of them take the fall. They're, like you said, they're getting hit with the hard. It, they're all going to get life. And um, Jack just mentioned something about 35 seconds ago that I want to kind of just revolve what? around to. Yeah. I hope they all get murdered. Yeah, I, no, I'm going to stand 10 toes yeah. on that one. I hope every single one of you niggas gets a toothbrush in your rib cage. Yeah. I've heard if you're a cop and you go to jail, like they make that shit known. So I'm hoping oh, yes. when they walk in there, they're like, oh, yeah, these are the dudes that kill. Because the biggest nigga in there is going to handle it. Quickly. It, it's gonna and you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna get in there and the cops who work in the prisons are going to turn their backs. Oh yeah. Because it's not about cops. No. <laughs> no. They're like, okay, well, we have this thing going on, this like white supremacist bastion going on. Um, you niggas can you can work here if you'd like to. If you do anything, you're on your own. Yeah. And they're gonna split them all up because, like, oh, it's five of them. They'll all just stick together, right? And they're putting no. them in general pop. Yeah, down. they're gonna split them all up, and 
they're gonna some of them are gonna be some bitches for sure. Uh huh. For sure, for a little bit, and then they'll get that tooth toothbrush. I um no. My heart really goes out to um Tyree Nichols' family. It is he was um, literally calling out for his mom. It was so gut wrenching. Yeah. The 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 little tiny pieces that I've that I've seen of it, I was just like, how could you do this to somebody who is like begging for their life? It, how can you as a black cop not give a black person the benefit of the doubt? That's a, just so like, black. come on, man. I would never be a cop, but if I pulled over somebody who was black. I would not, my first instinct would not be, I'm letting you go, dog, They're, they're going to shoot me. No, it's, hey, bro, you was going five over. Can you slow down? Yeah, just slow down a little bit. There's somebody up the street that works with me. Don't really fuck with that nigga like that. So just, if you're going that way, like, be cool. But like, cops, cops don't have a, and, and like, my mom, um, my mom works with law enforcement and, oh like, has told me that, like, their training isn't really a whole lot. Like, they're really not trained to de-escalate situations. Like, I believe that. My mom told me she had to do, like, a training module for, like, whatever shit. And it was, like, like VR scenarios where she had, like, a fake gun. And she had to, like, defuse the situation. She told me that in almost every situation, it made her so nervous that she just ended up shooting the perp in the fr- like. Oh and I'm like, guys, God. like... This is what is happening here. Y'all are encouraged to brutalize people. Yeah. You can't... Uh, we're not going to be able to reform our way out of a system where they're encouraged to brutalize people. No, like, if if we just watch this this man get killed and he ain't the first or the 17,000th thousandth to be murdered by the no. police on camera and just fucking nothing happens and it's just like another Tuesday... You niggas don't get to talk in the next election about how we need to reform the police sections and we need to have more funding for that. No. No. You already know what I feel like we need to do with Porky Pig. Um, (laughs) I don't need to rehash the shit until my advice from like a year ago's episode is followed and y'all do something to like actually get rid, wink, wink, get rid of them. (laughs) <laughs> they're still going to be here and in the next six months come summertime jack and i will be doing another fucking topic yep. just like this one yep you got like we we have something has to something has to be done differently now it's so fucked up um anything else before we you just it just man it, this one fucked me up a lot i'm sure it, i'm this... really sorry that you like yeah, it was hard. I I had, had to, to watch the that. video, but it was like it was so many parts where I was like, I can't. Like I just had to like put my phone away, and it just it tears you up, bro. Because he literally, if people who look like us who are in those positions are gonna do that, like we really are out here, we really are out here by ourselves. There bro. is no there's, protection. There's no apparatus. protection. There's no need to call a cop. No, because they're not gonna do shit. But that. I mean, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's it's just so like it, yeah. it makes it feel so hopeless. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm tired of seeing it. Tired yeah. of seeing it. Um, okay, so these last two are um pretty pretty light. So um, Whew, shake it off, shake it off. Okay, so um, so famous mumble rapper Lil Yachty. <laughs> Stop. It's he he a famous mumble rapper. I'm not saying it to be shitty. Famous mumble rapper Lil Yachty um came out with a new album uh this past Friday. Uh, which is entitled, um, let's start here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've always had a very like okay opinion about Lil Yachty. I've always thought he was just like, oh, okay, he's cool. Never had any major issues with him, you know. When he was he went on Joe Budden's show ages ago when Joe Budden had the, <laughs> the complex show. Yeah. With uh fucking DJ Wackademics. <laughs> and I remember feeling really bad for Yachty because Budden was grilling him about like Yeah, he's a dick. But, but Joe Budden is an asshole, yeah. right? And I remember feeling like, well, I'm going to listen to Lil Yachty's music now more so just to piss Joe Budden off, yeah. right? I've never thought... <sighs> I think there are better mumble... There are people who do what Yachty does better than Yachty, is what I'll say about that. Okay. I think that there are mumble rappers who do the mumble rap thing better than he does. Who? Playboy Cardi. Um, Lil Uzi Vert. Shit. Uh, Trippy Red. <laughs> you take Trippy Red over Lil Yachty? No, I'm, I'm completely <laughs> fucking around. I'm completely fucking I'll, around. I'll give you Uzi Vert for sure. My primary ones, and I'm ten toes about about Cardi. I I think he's special. Okay. I really, really, Young Thug does the mumble rap thing better than yeah, Yachty Thug's does. Good. And Gunna does the mumble rap thing better than Lil. And I don't even dislike Yachty. I'm just like. I can name five better mumble rappers. Okay. But I've never disliked a project. I'm always like, oh, okay, this is not too bad. Yeah. I think my favorite project from him is like Lil Boat 2 or something like that, mm -hmm. where he was like rapping his ass off. Yeah. So I heard about the project um, because uh, some fucking like white boy I follow on t uh, Twitter was like, oh, this fucking album is the greatest shit in the world. Oh my God, Lil Yachty really found his fucking sound. He really fucking, so I was like, okay. And I like this white boy. Like I trust his <laughs> opinions on things. I'm like, oh, okay. Name is, name is Tabby. I like Tabby. I have liked Tabby for quite some time. He was a music reviewer on YouTube for the longest. Mm. Um, has gotten attention from Top Dog Entertainment. Has gotten attention from different people. Like he's known in the little music journalism scene, but Tabby's also white. Right. So there's a limit to how much I'm like, oh, okay, like you think a rap project is cool. What does that <laughs> what does that mean? And I didn't know what it was. Uh -huh. But I seen Tabby like saying, Oh, this is a very different sound for him. I can't believe he's going in like the he he said like the Pink Floyd direction. And I said Pink Floyd, nigga. <laughs> I said Pink Floyd. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about Pink Floyd for? So I ignored it, and I was like, oh, I'll download the album, and I'll listen to it later. Then I get on TikTok, uh -huh. and I hear a snippet of one of the songs. <laughs> Over this, like, drum beat with, this, with these guitar and, <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is this the album Tammy was talking about? This doesn't sound good. <laughs> so I I uh <laughs> I tried to listen I listened to the album like I want to say the the day after it came out which was like a Saturday or whatever the fuck. And I I got through three songs. The first three. Yeah. The Black Seminole, The Ride and Running Out of Time. And I just cut the shit off. <laughs> I just cut it off. I wasn't going off about it. I didn't go home and tell my boyfriend how shitty it was. Yeah. I was just like, um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I want to know what you thought about it. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll get yeah. my thoughts. Um, so I listened to, 
the whole thing. God bless you. I, I had a drive from Indiana, so that's when I chose to listen to it. So I listened to the whole thing. Um, Like you, very interesting choice for him. Very interesting choice. Um, I don't know if you remember, but this album to me took me back to like 2008. 2009 when I was walking around Abercrombie and Fitch very and the music would play over I was like oh this is some Abercrombie and Fitch shit um nothing stuck out to me I thought it was interesting because when I heard different I thought it was going to be more like oh this nigga's about to just be rapping he's about to be on like boom bap beats like going crazy I thought just he was rapping. about to be like Griselda or something I was like oh this nigga is about to go crazy. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I like Lil Yachty. Like, I like a lot of his sure, music. Sure. You really actually enjoy I him. I with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I listened to it and I was just like, didn't hit. He did. The mark was over here and he missed. I know how music is experimental and you do have to try, sure. kind of try different things. But I think it's just another example of some people can, some people can't. I think it's hard. I think it might be harder for rappers to do that crossover because I mean, yeah. I remember when Lil Wayne was a rock star. I was, also remember that. And there were good ones. There were bad ones. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But there were at least good ones. But there were at least good ones. This there wasn't anything good. And maybe I have to listen to it one more time. Yeah, I um, to get a to get a more solid you know, <sighs> opinion. But I I think there's there's two things that sort of stuck out for me. Um, Number one, I think black artists should be allowed to make whatever music that they want to make. Absolutely. Like, all of that is totally fine. You're allowed to branch out and make whatever fucking music. Um, the artist who will not be named um, branched out and made, like, experimental electronic rap in 2013, where he titled an album that sounded like Jesus, right? Um, and I thought that was a really dope-ass album, yeah. right? Also... I'm thinking about one of my favorite rappers, titled The Creator. Yeah. Who came out in 2000. He's, he's done it twice where he's branched out kind of differently. Um, in 2015, he released an album called Cherry Bomb, which was like very heavily like metal inspired. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of the yelling, it was a lot of like going on things. And then 2019, Igor came out. That album was dope. Which was a really good album. That album was insane. Where Tyler had completely branched off, was making like disco pop funk music. And I thought, oh, this eats. I went and seen that nigga in concert when he was touring Igor and lost my voice that night. When he had that wig on? Oh, yes. <laughs> One thing about that blonde Bob wig, he was eating it. So I'm not at all opposed to hip-hop artists branching out. That's not the conversation. Don't forget when Nelly did uh, country music. Yes. And honestly... Bro. <laughs> okay. My God. The Nelly album I really didn't think was that goddamn bad. But it was more so just like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. Nigga, why? <laughs> and this was... It, it, listening to the Yachty album, the little bits that I did listen to it, um, it was not a why thing. Because what I will say about the sound of the album 
it was very, very good. Yeah. The instrumentation of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, The, like, influences and shit. I'm like, oh, this is a really pretty sounding album. Yachty. Oh, God. <laughs> I never found Yachty to be the most talented rapper in the world. I certainly don't find him to be a talented singer. Yeah, no. Like, at all. So, he's doing a lot of attempting to sing throughout the album and it's very different from the like uh when he did broccoli with fucking drum all those Uh years ago like the auto-tune singing i have no issue with but this like uh paramore-esque bullshit that he was doing (laughs) i was like girl let 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 the white girls have it yeah let them have it or like let somebody else do this or do something i just it, it was not something that I enjoyed, and I like that kind of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here's the other thing that I'll say, is I'm willing to see the point that Jack and I might be in the minority of opinion here, because as I looked online that day it came out, everybody was like, oh, this knocks. This album knocks. Giving him 11s out of 10s and saying all, every song on there was fucking perfect. And I was like, hmm. Maybe we heard a different album. Maybe I wasn't listening to it with the right stuff in my brain. <laughs> maybe I like like I wasn't high when the album came out, so maybe it just didn't hit for me. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Uh, are we too old for this type of album? We, I don't think we are. I didn't think so Because I, I grew up listening to music that kind of sounds like okay. that. When I'm telling you I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, I can hear... This artist, I can hear, oh, this band's influence. Oh, I can hear this. I'm like, I can track this shit because I really be listening to a lot of kind of music, a lot a lot of different kinds of music. Yeah. And I can appreciate the influences. It just wasn't executed well. Yeah. Like, he has other people featured on some of the songs on the record who are, like, singing. And I'm like, oh, shit. You're letting the features wash you. Mm. That's bad. Like, I was more shocked that QC would let an album like this come out like they would be like oh, oh wow yeah. i'm not not trying to be i just feel like no, they, no. right now they're the hottest label right i would say are QC, is qc the hottest label i think they got the like a lot of people on there that who's on qc i mean little baby's kind of is little baby on qc yeah i didn't know that shut me up i really yeah. didn't i thought it was they've got god Mi- bless the dead i thought it was just amigos yeah amigos and like city girls yachty city girls um, now city Lil girls baby. are hot yeah. Actually, you know what? Let me shut up. QC they've got, is hot they've right got, now. They, Let me, yeah. For like... The youngins. Yeah. I think Atlanta in general right now is probably... They are. You're you're, you're you know so right. I, I forgot that... I didn't realize how many people were still on QC. And all of the people who are on QC are popping this shit right now. Yeah. Um, is Cardi B on there? Cardi or does she just, is... Is she just with... Uh, I want to say... Offset. Columbia Records. Okay. She's not on, on on quality control. Okay. She features a lot. She sure does. She features a lot. I didn't know if she had switched over, if she was on there or not. You know, the the thing about Yachty in general, like the thing with this album, I'm I'm like <sighs> He was one of the first people to get on that album. Uh, not an album, on that label too. He's he's been on he, QC. He's been on forever. And let me say, like, um, the, so the album co- cover too is is interesting because I was like, why are these people so fucking ugly? Like, why why do they look like yeah. that? It's made by an AI. 
he did it intentionally. It's made by an AI program that gener and the thing about like when AI programs try to generate faces, sometimes they're not good because AI is not always the best. Uh -huh. So this is an AI generated album cover. Interesting. Um, and the the point of it, at least the point of it that I read, was like they all are laughing. It's a boardroom of a, of music execs laughing at Yachty at the idea of him releasing this album. Got it. So it's his way of being That's like... Deep. That's so deep. Yeah, it's so hashtag so deep. deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I, I, I really understand what you were going for. A valiant effort. Very Urban Outfitters. It really gives me... I don't know if you ever listened to this album. Kid Cudi released an album a lot of years ago now called Speeding Bullet to Heaven, which was like... What's Alt rock. It's an album cover. He's in a field. He's like doing a nope. like weird matrix thing. Nope, and the whole that. shit is like blurred in the middle. Um Kid Cudi did something very similar on Speeding Bullet to Heaven, and everybody was like, boo, nigga. Like, don't do, ever do that again. And I don't ever like sounding like uh shut up and rap. I don't I don't like sounding like that. But I'm like, if you're not good at the thing. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Stick to what you're good at. I don't like hearing Yachty on this type of sound. Period. Yeah. I never need him to make an album like this ever again. If he wins a Grammy off it, this he's going to continue making music like that. Congrats to Yachty on his new album. Go stream yeah. uh what's it called? This right here? <laughs> what's the fucking album? I don't even called? know, bro. I can not <laughs> tell you. Uh let's start here. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, also, too long. The song, the first song is five minutes. Yeah. Who wants to hear Lil Yachty for five minutes? <laughs> I, as soon as, I was like, 4.57, girl. <laughs> what you got to say for that long? Caper. <laughs> Caper. Don't like it. Don't ever do that shit again. Congrats, Yachty, for releasing your new album. I'm so happy you branched out. <laughs> Don't uh, branch back in next time. Um, okay. Last topic. We'll keep this one brief. Uh, the... Queen Beyonce. <laughs> you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Oh, bitch. Beyonce Giselle knows Carter um, has announced her renaissance, her renaissance world tour. Um, at this time, I don't have tickets. I am working on it. Um, <laughs> I have agents in the field, as it were, who have their ears to the ground, their ears to the streets. I'm connected. <laughs> Um, there's a frenzy right now. We all knew she was coming out, coming back with this fucking tour because Renaissance came out July 29th of 2022 and it's been popping. Like people have been really enjoying the shit. Um, the tour tickets are not live right now. From my understanding, you have to get a like verified fan account email, some shit. You enter your name in for a raffle and then you might get pre-sale tickets. Might. Could potentially get pre-sale tickets. Pre-sale will go on for a little bit of time, and then they'll open it up to general ad, uh, general admission tickets. The ticket prices. <laughs> My rent is $750 <laughs> per month, and I feel as though... If I want to get a good ticket to go see the good sister Beyonce... Mm -hmm. I would have to not pay rent for a month and then save 300 more dollars. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. 
I really want to go. I want to go so bad. I really enjoy Beyonce's music. I find Renaissance to be an invigorating body of work. And I've never been to a Beyonce show before. And I figure I might as well go on my favorite Beyonce album. That makes good fucking sense to me. I'll be off all summertime. Fuck them kids. I'm not going to work. (laughs) So I'm like, cool. I'll set aside 300 bones to go see my good sister. Yeah. And the girls are like 500, 600, 700, 800 dollars for like nosebleeds. I don't know if she started smoking crack or like started doing cocaine because she was making club music. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um which then brings us to the larger topic. Drake went on tour a little while ago, yeah. which had an amazing set list. Oh my god. It's the god. only Drake concert besides when he was touring Nothing Was the Same in 2013 where I was actively jealous that I was not there. Of all the the, of the couple times we've been to New York, I've I should have went. The set the, list that he did, I mean he did It every, was like 50 songs, bro. And, and they it, were all the songs that you love from Drake. Oh yeah. He did the best 5 from Take Care, the best 7 from Fucking thank me later. The best three from uh more life. Like the best. He, he had Dipset there. It was crazy. It was insane when he came out in the fucking Cameron fucking jacket. I said, oh hell no. The set itself on stage, just being a fucking bedroom yeah. that he sort of like walks in and out of. It gagged me. His ticket prices, too motherfucking goddamn black yeah. ass expensive. I you have grown. You didn't talk about how he had that Degrassi jersey on in the b- beginning of the concert. I didn't you, see that. Oh, you fuck. know, if I would have seen it, fuck. I would have said something. Because <laughs> what I was going to say was I wasn't super irritated once I seen the concert footage because Aubrielle really don't have a lot of like stage presence. <laughs> so it was a lot of like, uh, fuck, was, I almost started uh, rapping Chief Keef. <laughs> I almost said, damn, I hate being so. <laughs> but, like, it was a lot of just, like, walking to the left side of the stage, walking to the right side of the stage. Yeah. And he's uh, he's really famous, right? His songs are really famous. You don't really need to do all of your music. So no. he's like, just hold on. <laughs> I got my... <laughs> You're just... A, like, it was, it was a lot of just, like, letting the crowd do his job. But... He did over my dead body. That shit was. I would have started crying. The video, I was like, that shit's dope, man. I was so pissed. His concert tickets are very expensive. Yeah. Jack, you were telling me earlier, Lil Wayne is apparently also. Lil Wayne is coming to St. Louis. What are his tour tickets giving? His tickets, I looked the other night. It was two ninety (laughs) four for for general like nosebleed seats. Jesus Christ. Um, Lil Wayne's my favorite rapper. And I was like, you know what? One of my resolutions this year was like, I'm going to go to concerts. Sure. I, I'm big into music. I love music. I'm like, okay, I need to go and actually go to concerts because I don't really mm-hmm. go. So Lil Wayne was like, I'm going on tour. I said, bet. I, I always look St. Louis date. Or if it wasn't Lil Wayne, I'm like, shit, I'll go to Chicago. I'll, Down. I'll, you know, for that. Um, so I had a St. Louis date. I'm like, okay, cool. I looked at the tickets. Now they're on pre-sale right now. Yep. So 294, 296. I can't remember the exact price. Pre-sale. So what I'm hoping 
is that when they go on like normal ass shit, general admission, I can get a general admission for my max. How much would you spend on like a good Lil Wayne concert ticket? If I could, if I could sit right in front of the fucking stage for two ninety something down, I'd do it. Me don't, too. Don't tell my girl because we have bills. And that would be very irresponsible. But that's something that you would do. But I would do it. I support it. With being in a relationship <laughs> and, <laughs> and having a home, um, the max I'd probably because she'd want to go too. Right. Uh, probably a hundred a piece, maybe one fifty a piece. I um okay. So th- this this brings us into the topic at large, which is you can't see these niggas no more. You can't. <laughs> you can't afford. Yeah. To see your favorite artist. Shit. You can't afford to see your seventh favorite artist yeah. any goddamn more. No. You really, it seems like, can only afford to see an artist if they are touring their first or second album. Yeah. Or if they do a reunion tour where they're 80. Sure. I'm like, that's when I'll see Lil Wayne, when he's going to be 60 in a wheelchair just rapping. You just can't afford to see him anymore. No. What do you th- What do you think that is? So, I honestly, because, I mean, I honestly don't know, because me... I've always looked at concerts as like, why would I want to go stand next to random people and rap the motto? You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. <laughs> like, why would I want to do that? But then I look at it like, oh, well, it's live, so you could see the person. But I'm, it, mine is I'm, I'm too like, oh, that'll be awkward because I want to get into the song. But I, I'm probably just gonna stand there. I could see you being a stand. Like I could I'll see you like, just okay, being like cool. just standing there. I've been to concerts, before. and I'm not even trying to be shitty when I no, say that. No, no, because I, when I was a kid, my mom used to take us to concerts, mm-hmm. and we would go, and I'd always be like, "Oh yeah," she's like, "You love this song," and I'm like, eh, "You know, back like back then, I was like, I went to a little bow wow concert yeah. type shit." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I fuck with the nigga, but like, I don't want to like jump around with everybody type shit." Um, <laughs> but no, I went and saw like the most rec- recent concert that I saw. Years ago still, but I saw Wiz Khalifa live. Mm-hmm. And we were live. I was kicking it, me and all my boys. That's a fun You know, we were going crazy, all that type of shit. Sure. And that's when I was like, you know, this isn't that bad. But that's why I'm like, okay, Drake. Drake has come to St. Louis now three times. Three or four. Three times. Yeah. I've missed every single time. Travis Scott came here with Astro World. Sure did. Missed I heard that, that concert and was fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's like, we've got P- Chance the Rapper was here once. School yep. gave away tickets for that. For $10. And I still didn't go. Oh, wow. And this is like coloring book chance to Yeah, rapper. you should have went because. Yeah. Because I'm it, never it, seeing that nigga again. And, and now, hot little hot and <laughs> hot shower. <laughs> Smoking green kind of thing. Cauliflower. Stupid that, ass nigga. That's why your album flopped. <laughs> no, the Chance the Rapper album sucks. Yeah. It's really fucking bad, you guys. It's really I bad. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there are, if the artists are... You know, we want to do, we want to tour, but we want to tour for a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. So make the tickets more expensive. So we make the money that we would where that where they don't have to do two shows in New York. They don't have to do two shows in Chicago. They can do one and make all that money. Right. The ticket, ticket master makes all their money. Everybody goes good. Right. I think it all comes down to money. It has to. It, it certainly has to come down to it. And, okay, so me, I've been a pretty heavy concert head for the mm. past couple of years. Um, I have, I always try to do a count. I never remember. Um, I've seen No Name twice. 
I saw Lord Ooh. once. She was sickening. Childish Gambino, I've seen. Oh, I'd love to see Childish Gambino. And Vince Staples opened, which was fucking incredible for me. Um, fucking Omar Apollo, Raven Lene, I've gone to go see now. Um, Hozier, I've gone to see. Fucking Bon Iver, I've gone to Like, I've been going to concerts. Yeah. And all of the concerts, the majority of the concerts I've gone to have been, like, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. It... The last one that I tried to go to right as the pandemic had started, I bought tickets um, in 2020 to go see The Weeknd. Ooh. And I bought them when I was in Panama and planned to uh, go to the show, like, after I got back stateside or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, you know, he, he had to cancel the show because of COVID, you know, blah, blah. And... It felt, and those were reasonable tickets. I, you know, I'm the girl. I'll spend 150 bucks on a good ticket because I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, I'm not finna be sitting in the 300 section. That's the thing. It's like that. The amount for where I'd be sitting, it, it doesn't make it worth it. They seem to have ramped up in prices, uh, like during the pandemic. Um, I think it's in in part due to the fact that like there really is no. Uh, like concert security insurance anymore. And what I mean when I say that is like niggas were announcing shows on a Monday and then on Tuesday would be like, due to COVID restrictions um, (laughs) and high cases of COVID, I have had to cancel my literal entire tour. Yeah. And you might get refunded. You might not. I never got a refund for the fucking weekend. That's so. what I was about to ask. Never got a refund for it. Never got it. Never fucking had Never got a voucher for Hell another Hell no. Oh, hell and no. that brings me to what I think the other piece of it is, which is the literal devil, Ticketmaster. <sighs> Ticketmaster has now taken all of the fun out of going to concerts because, for Beyonce, for example, everything is pre-sale. Everything is, well, we're going to show you all the dates. We're not going to show you how much any of the seats cost. Mm-hmm. We're not going to show you how many available seats there are. We're going to just show you, oh, well, she's going to come to Chicago July 22nd. She's going to come to Amsterdam August 23rd. And you have to, and A, not have a day job to be able to have yeah. time to sit on a computer like a weeb and just wait for the link to go live so that you can enter in a code so that you can then put your name in a lottery, literal lottery system, to then maybe Mike could get a ticket. Well, I remember that shit when uh, Taylor Swift was like, I'm going to I was to just her. about to go ahead. And, and she had all the girls in line. I I know a couple people um, who are like big Taylor Swift fans, and they were like, yep, been in line since 5 in the morning. It's 9 now. I've only 2,000 more people in front of me. I'm like, what the fuck? It's 2000 and the Taylor Swift fans were pissed because what's happening right now is a lot of the tickets mm-hmm. are being bought by bots or ticket scalpers, right? People who are buying the tickets at a certain price, reselling okay. them for way higher than they should be. So what do concert, uh, what, do, what does Ticketmaster think it has to do to like stop that is sell their tickets at an astronomical price off rip so instead of me selling my ticket for 80 bucks and then having you resell my ticket for 210 i'm gonna sell my ticket for 210 dollars right so that nobody's gonna want to get your resold ticket for 500 because now you're putting a down payment on a house literally you understand what i'm saying like now That's half my rent now you are spending rent money yeah on this 
one time event. Yeah. This happens once. Taylor Swift, Drake, and Beyonce will never know you after this night. <laughs> right. They will never see you in the street and spit on you if you are on fire. But <laughs> you might get to go see Taylor Swift do three songs from her first three albums. I, I, it is obviously all about money, but I also think the pandemic has sort of fucked up a lot of the markets. And they've made these artists feel like they have to sell their tickets at an exorbitant price. But it puts us in this in this predicament now where I feel like the only people who can go to see concerts are rich assholes. Rich people, yeah. It's not a common man event anymore. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go out with my girlfriends this weekend and we're going to go see Sade. Yeah. It's not happening anymore. I mean, I remember the concerts I've been to, legit, like they had um, Wiz Khalifa, but that, I think my ticket was 40 bucks and that was for like the lawn out at Hollywood. Yep. And, but we were able to, we paid for lawn, but we were able to walk right all the way up. Sure. You could get you know, close as shit. Yeah. And then like I went, St. Louis does a lot of um, fairs and festivals. Absolutely. I saw Kyle. Oh, nice. One year for like the, um, like around 4th of July, they sure. always have one. And Akon. Those shows, two very random people, but yeah. it was a dope show. I believe it. And that was only like 20, I don't even know if that actually cost. Listen, like... It's like, people will... It's... I don't know. I'm man. willing to pay for a good concert experience, right? So, like, um, I took my brother on his birthday to go see Tyler, the Creator. When okay. he was touring Igor. And paid for both of our tickets. And probably spent $160, maybe 200 bucks for the both of us. And we were in the 100 section. And that's I was getting yeah. my life. Yeah, that's not bad. It That same spot... For that same artist in that same venue now, probably be $300, $400. Yeah. I'm like, guys, who do y'all want at these shows? <laughs> because my thing is, like, if I, like, I'm going to go see Beyonce. Like, I've already resolved to that fact. I, tell, I let my boyfriend know, I'm like, we need to plan our trips probably around this particular date. <laughs> Just go ahead and lock that in. And I don't really be running shit by him. I'm like, look, nigga, um, I work. Yeah. I'm spending my 300 bones on it. Shh. Don't say <laughs> nothing to me about it. He's like, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. But I I just, I'm not, I, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm spending that much money, like money that I could spend on a goddamn PlayStation. <laughs> and I'm seeing Beyonce on a Jumbotron. That's, yeah. That's going to piss me off bad. Yeah. Because at that, for that price point, I could just stay at home. And wait for somebody to put the footage in NHD on YouTube. Exactly. And I'll get my life that way. Yeah. So I'm cool. Stop fucking like selling your goddamn concert tickets so high, girl. Like, because if I go to the Beyonce show and watch her black ass perform all those black ass songs, and I got Sean and Cody on my left and right side. <laughs> you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to have a fucking attitude because back up off me, nigga. Right. Stop fucking selling your fucking tickets for goddamn a thousand dollars and let average folks come to your shows. Yeah. And I will, I will correct Dakri a little bit because we're not average. Okay. <laughs> we, we are not average. But my paycheck is average. <laughs> I'll say that part. We are. I am not an average nigga. Ma yeah, no. Make it affordable though. I'm trying to. I'm down. trying to see Drake and Lil Wayne before I die. Without okay. having to like put yeah. a down payment. I'm not trying to give up or my take kids. out a bank loan. Yeah. 
like stupid <laughs> shit. Um, okay, so from there we will move to our uh, last segment, which is our salt and sugar or our on the rim. Uh, would you like to go first this week? Sure. So I actually have two. Cool. Um, so mine's sugar. Um, so like I was saying earlier, I had this past week where I was in Indiana, and I had a little bit of a um, revelation, I guess. Oh. I realized, like me and my uncle are very close. So my mom's only brother. He's only mm-hmm. boy of four. But like my mom and my uncle have always been very close. So me and my uncle have always been very close. Right. And I realized while I was in Indiana that I've seen my uncle more throughout my life mm. than I have like my biological father. And I was like, Oh shit. Damn. Mm-hmm. And I was, was like, I'm like, he really is like a father figure type person in my life. Like, that's my really my biological dad like has gotten better throughout the years for sure. Yeah. But as a kid, I saw my uncle even living in Indiana at least 3 4 times a year. Mm-hmm. Cuz we would drive up, he would come at, during the summer he would come get me and my siblings. He would drive all the way from Indy, pick us up, drive all the way back and then have yeah. us for like a week. Wow. Up there with him. So, like, it just kind of, like, hit me. I was like, damn. That's like, beautiful. Yeah, I was like, it's really cool how – and I'm like, now I'm older, so, like, we have conversations about whatever it may be. And it's just, like, it's funny because I'm like, we're having, like, adult conversations, but, like, I'm still – like I I know he looks at me as, like, a man now, but I'm yeah. like, the back of his head, he's still like, I've known this kid forever, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it was, it was really cool to be there and just hang out because, like, we did get to hang out a little bit. We just, like, watched sports and just talked and – Hanging out, eating food, like it was just, it was fun. Wow. It was, it was a lot of fun, and I just that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, like thinking about it that way. But I was like, wow, I, he was, he really means a lot to me, and uh, he's really been there for a, a lot of my uh, life. So appreciative of that. Shout out. Yeah, my and my second one was um, tying back into sports. Um, Here we go. It's rivalry weekend, meaning all the colleges basketball right now are all gonna be playing their rivals so my teams because i have two okay duke university is playing the university of north carolina on saturday okay that's one game Mm -hmm. at duke it's gonna be crazy i got my jersey already picked out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to top mm -hmm. that off my team my other team indiana university will be playing perdon because fuck purdue Oh my god! <laughs> I already got my jersey picked out. Perdon. Okay, IU is ranked twenty-one right now. <laughs> Purdue is number one. All right, I'm coming for that number one ranking. All right, it's not that crazy. Duke, it's been an off year, but it's okay. They can still get that UNC ass. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for the games. I'll let I'll let you know how they go. Please. Um, I'm sure you'll care about I'll that. I'll be super interested to yeah, know how it's they gonna, go. My Saturday is set right now. I'm going to go get my hair done in the morning. Work. Be, be back in time to watch game one, then game two. Because, yeah, it's, it's Duke's at like three, and then I use at like five or six, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. We watch the games. I'm going to have my daughter with me this weekend. So she's going to be watching the games. She just don't know it yet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to my, my weekend. Fantastic. I um I have decided to not put salt on the rim because I don't feel like talking about that punk ass man from work anymore. Um <laughs> I'm in st- I'm Can in- you do it anyway? No. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> He's not worth the airspace. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I am instead going to put sugar on the rim this week and talk about my new favorite television program, The Last of Us. 
Mm. Oh, gross. As a video game nerd, I'm in heaven. So The Last of Us is a new um, drama um, from on HBO, um, which is based upon a video game series by the same name. Now, The Last of Us is a story about um, a man named Joel. This is not spoilers. This is just sort of part of the function of the, the story. Um, it's about a man named Joel who loses his daughter the first day of the zombie apocalypse. The first day. Oh, it's one of... And then it takes place several decades later where he's just a disgruntled guy. He's like an old man now. He's like a, a middle-aged man who's like crotchety and like doesn't want to love anybody, doesn't want to get close to anybody, whatever. Meets this uh, young girl by the name of Ellie. And um, they end up just going on an adventure with one another, like trying to survive the zombie apocalypse and like keep one another safe. It's really a, like quite a beautiful story, um, like in the video game. Video game adaptations though, to film and to TV shows are historically garbage. So I was like, I don't know, girl. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. There's three episodes out so far. Um, the newest episode being called Long, Long Time, which um, if you have been watching The Last of Us, um, you sort of know what I'm talking about when I say this. I spent half of that episode sobbing uncontrollably like my boyfriend had to like hold me because i was i was like <laughs> I, it was bad like it was really really bad i am so impressed with a how well they've adapted the game to the tv show how many elements of the game they've been able to keep up without it being corny how much or how well it, it matches up with the uh, like with the video game source material. I was also impressed with like um, like the level of like emotional depth that they put into the show. Like it's not. I hate zombie shit. I fucking hate zombie shit. It's so boring. All the storylines are like very played out because there's only so many different ways that you can tell a story about people getting eaten. Mm -hmm. Um. The way that even the infection happens in the show, it scared me because I'm like, oh, that could happen. Mm. I believe that can happen. It's based upon the viral infection um, is based upon an actual fungus that actually uh, takes over living organisms brains in a zombie-esque way. It occurs in nature in real life. It's called the cordyceps fungus, right? Cordyceps in actuality, they um, will like infect the brain. Uh, uh, I know a science girl was like, it doesn't really infect. Shut up. Whatever it does. <laughs> um, it like will infect the brain of an ant. Will basically take over all of its motor functions. Will have the, the ant just like running off and doing tasks for it. And then the ant will die and the fungus will sort of grow out of the thing's head. The fungus that is in The Last of Us is a cordyceps. It has adapted to global warming, the climate and different things like that. And it ravished the entire fucking nation, right? Again, not spoilers, just sort of function of the show. I I just have been so happy watching a show based off of a video game that I loved being done so well. And the episode that they put out last Sunday, long, long time, it is, um, they took a side character who had a certain storyline in the game and they fleshed it out entirely and mm. gave this side character a 
his whole his own entire episode and you really get to watch him progress and survive through the zombie apocalypse find love through the zombie apocalypse and it was gut-wrenching it was so like devastating to watch not because it was sad because it was beautiful because Mm. it was just that well told of a story I don't know who the fuck is writing them episodes. I don't know who's directing them <laughs> shits. You need your dick sucked. Whomever that is who's in charge of that of that shit over there at uh, fucking HBO, you need head expeditiously. I won't be giving it out to you, um, but you need a, 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 a some sort of reward there. And if The Last of Us does not completely sweep at the Emmys next year, I will burn the Academy to the ground, personally. It's literally, it really is that fucking good. Comes on every Sunday, 8 p.m. Central Time, girls. You need to go watch The Last of Us. Not just if you if you played the game, if you like good television. And that's my sugar on the rim this week. So, the lights are coming up, the bar is closing. We do have to go home. Uh, we thank you for joining us on yet another episode of the Jack and Daiquiri Show. Um, now I can definitively say that if you come back week after next, <laughs> we will have more rounds on you girls. Um, black people, stay safe during Black History Month. Uh, keep your heads up. We'll see you next time.